find yourself thinking there must be another way? Well, there is. Welcome to the Business Revolution Podcast, where together with me, Andrea Morrison, we will explore how a simple understanding can be the other way that you seek, enabling you to experience greater levels of confidence, happiness, creativity, and resilience, allowing you to leave behind the self-doubt, stress, and struggle so that you can create a life and business that you really love. If you're like me, you won't like receiving negative feedback or criticism. I know when I've had it in the past, it's been really difficult to deal with and it's often set me back by quite some time. So it really interests me how we can be more resilient to criticism, how we can, maybe I use it positively to move our business or our career forward, or maybe it's simply just a case of learning to ignore it. In this podcast, I'll be exploring how this understanding can enable us to bounce back when we get feedback we'd rather not have and view it hopefully in a different way. So no negative feedback on this one, please. (laughs) For me, whenever I receive poor feedback, and I do on occasion, I allow myself to feel all the feels as one of my lovely clients describes it. As I see it, we are human and we're here to experience a range of emotion, with no emotion being better than any other. They are there equally, all for us. So if I want to feel angry or sad or upset or frustrated, I allow myself to feel all of that. I'm human and it's all okay. Initially, when this happens, because we are human, we may well experience our state of mind dropping to a lower state. Now again, I view this as completely human. (laughs) We all have levels of consciousness, if you like, and I find that if I'm in a lower state of consciousness, my thinking generally isn't as good as when I'm in a higher state. So knowing that, I generally don't go into the criticism very much. And by that I mean I don't reflect on what happened all the time I'm in that lower state of mind. Because I find personally that if I do, all that happens is I allow my mind to create even more poor quality thinking about whatever happened. And I'm far more likely to complete an application form for the local supermarket and vow never ever to coach again. In other words, I allow myself to settle. I allow whatever thinking needs to happen to happen. And when it's passed, which it does, it does pass, I start to feel more grounded. And then I can start to look at what happened and the feedback that I received. Now, no one likes doing this. I'm sure of that. It's not the most enjoyable task. But so often we can learn more about how we work when things have gone wrong than we can from reading about it in a book or listening to a podcast like this. My first task, if you like, during this process, for want of a better word, is to consider, you know, how grounded was I during that particular interaction, whatever it was? Was there anything that I wasn't listening to, that I didn't pick up or didn't action? What is there? Anything that I can take forward from this? 
Is there anything that I feel that needs to be done or needs to be said? And for this, I'm really aiming to listen to that innate intelligence. What is that telling me all about this? Because I find that when we're in that really honest space with ourselves, so often we know what went wrong and or what can be improved for the future. Secondly, and I feel that this is really quite important to remember, and and so often we forget this, is that we aren't the only ones walking around in a thought-created reality. You know that you create your reality with your thinking. I know that I create my reality with my thinking, but so does everyone else. And that, to me, makes this even more interesting. We often think that our thinking is this perfect snapshot of reality, when in fact it's only our own personal reality. You might have been to a party sometime with someone, only to find that later on when you're in the taxi home or the car home, that you've compared notes and you find that you have had two completely different experiences. You might have had the most amazing time and thought it was wonderful, whilst your companion thought it was really terrible and really wished you'd never gone. And that, to me, is a really good example of how we create our own experience based on the thinking that we have at the time. If our thinking is over overly critical or negative, our brains will then literally deliver us that experience. I read somewhere that our brain is bombarded by over 40 billion bits of information per second, and we only see 2,000 bits. So quite literally, there is enough out there to create any experience we want to create. It's like being an artist with billions and billions of different colours at our disposal. So how does knowing this help us with the poor feedback? Well, the creator of the feedback can only tell you about their experience, not about the reality of your performance. And like the example with a party, if you ask 100 people about your performance, you'll get 100 different responses, all different and dependent upon the thinking that each and every one of those people have which is why I find that asking feedback at an end of a workshop or seminar is only helpful in a very limited way. And the best person to provide feedback is ourselves. Thank you for listening to the Business Revolution podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, please rate and review it. And if you'd like to continue the conversation, please join us in my free community, The Business Revolution, over on Facebook, or visit my website at andreamorrison.co.uk.